This is episode 471 of the AWS podcast, released on September 5th, 2021. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the AWS podcast. Simon Lashia here with you, and this is a very special series called Right Now at AWS. Hosted by Adidoptus, it's a special series focusing on enterprises across industries. We hope you enjoy it. This is Right Now at AWS, the podcast series that surfaces patterns, best practices, and successful solutions across every imaginable industry. I'm your host, Katie Daftis. One of the biggest customer questions we hear is, how can I leverage the cloud to implement a business transformation? An answer to that question are AWS solutions, which are built to address business challenges and deliver tangible benefits. Here to talk about what's available and what's next for AWS solutions is Joe Chung, Worldwide Director of Solutions Go to Market. Joe, thanks so much for being here today. Katie, thanks so much for having me. It's a great pleasure to be here with you. So, Joe, can you give us some examples of business challenges that customers are facing today? Yeah, I have a lot of conversations with customers. And one of the things that I'll start with is that there isn't any business or industry that isn't being faced with the question of how do I digitally transform? And that word itself, I know, is quite tricky and sometimes really difficult to unpack. I remember the first time I heard that word digital transformation, probably over 10 years ago, I remember laughing with some cynicism of that being the most ridiculous term that I've ever heard, especially given that we're working with computers for a long time. That question when it was asked to me was in the internet era. So it wasn't like we were talking about you know mainframes and mini computers back in the 70s. Uh, but that question has really haunted me ever since. And Sort of the epiphany that I've had around digital transformation and that that challenge that it creates for business is to think about an analogy from the industrial age. Arguably, the, the most transformational aspect of the industrial revolution came with the electric motor because in the past, a steam engine was pretty expensive and you only had one of them. And you had these belts and pulleys and rods that would power many machines off of this one thing. And so, you know, the move to electrical motors really change things because you could shrink them down, you could put it in every machine. Digital transformation to me is really uh, akin to that period in time and the cloud, in my opinion, and some of the technologies that we talk about today, like machine learning and artificial intelligence, is essentially akin to that wave where you know it wasn't actually that long ago, doing things primarily by paper, to things being automated and there are in fact still many processes that are still arguably very manual and paper-based. The challenge of course is for each industry, how will these new tools that build upon the information age that you know over the last 50 years has been built up to be able to leverage these to create new kinds of experiences, new products, uh, to be able to meet needs of today's day and age. Yeah, that is a really great explanation for digital transformation, because you're right, that phrase can definitely raise some hairs of what do you mean by that? (laughs) And some shooting glances and some suspicion. Um, But you really put it into context for us. So why do you think solutions are such an important driver to address those business challenges? Yeah, solutions are important because it really helps to accelerate the time to value to be able to leverage these 
cloud services that AWS has innovated, uh, been innovated and brought to market because for many companies, particularly enterprise-oriented companies, uh, they really want to focus on the most valuable part of activity that's going to service their customer. They would rather be able to deploy, let's say, something like a new analytics-based solution that uses machine learning to better understand their supply chain and improve demand planning or forecasting uh, versus, let's say, tinkering with a lot of some of the underlying code. So being able to bring those things together, uh, being able to weave and integrate the various solutions, including partner solutions, by the way, uh, is really important to help customers uh, unlock that value. So what is a solution to you? Great question. And it's a question, honestly, I think about a lot because a solution is different based on the customer and their use case. But in general, what we tr- what we say at its most basic is a solution is a set of cloud services and technical assets that help meet a particular customer need. However, uh, of course, the million dollar question is, is who is the customer and what is the need? And in general, I think there are s- sort of several archetypes uh, customers and and needs that, at least for me, help organize how we need to be thinking about solutions. Um, the first customer archetype is, you know, what we normally think of as a, a builder, somebody who really wants to get their hands dirty and is a kind of DIYer. So I love to use mental models and analogies. So, for example, if you're trying to remodel your kitchen, uh, a builder is going to be somebody who has all the tools in their garage and really enjoys and wants to build something that's unique to their particular needs. On the other end of the spectrum, you have uh, buyers, people like me, who I have a vision, I have a desire for a particular outcome, a new kitchen that's modern and can meet all of my family's needs, but I don't necessarily want to put in the effort myself. I just want to be able to get that outcome. And then somewhere in the middle, you have folks who maybe want a little bit of the DIY, Uh, Maybe they're willing to buy a cabinet carcass and they're just going to kind of tweak and tailor it so they get something in between something that's kind of packaged and something that's completely custom. So, Joe, how does a customer find a solution that's right for them? What's some best practice guidance for getting started? Generally, the place that I like to start, and and Andy Jassy mentioned this in uh, a keynote last year as well, which is I think you have to start with a, uh, a vision that your organization can buy into that's bold in its goals and objectives. Because what that will do is really frame up what problem you're gonna go try to solve. And one of the areas that I I like to recommend is to pick that goal. For example, if you wanna be more innovative and you develop a product, let's say one to every three years, set that goal. you want to develop a new product once a month or enhance a product once a month. And typically what ends up happening is there's this kind of tipping point in which there's no way you could meet that objective purely on kind of human effort and you know manual interventions and heroics, which is sometimes how things get done in business today, to being able to really reimagine and get creative and say, gosh, we're going to need machine learning to be able to 
be able to do this. For example, when Amazon moved from two-day shipping to a concept like Prime Now, you think about all the things that need to be done and the problems and the solutions that you need to be able to get there. Things like, well, if I'm going to deliver something within an hour, I'd better have a pretty good understanding of what products I need to keep in my warehouse. And in order to do that, you know, maybe I need to use something like machine learning to have good predictions of what customers most frequently buy. And if they buy X, like say a pencil, they're going to probably buy paper. And that really starts to unlock the thinking and the capabilities. After that ambitious goal is set, what's a next step that customers can take with AWS? Yeah, the, the next step that customers can take is to have a conversation with us. We love to hear about our customers' challenges and their ambitions through uh, leveraging your AWS account representative and solution architects. Some of the things that we can also provide are is access to experts and resources, folks who've lived the journey or maybe a step ahead and seeing what can be done and being able to meet perhaps similar challenges. Uh, and we also have a, a rich set of programs that we can deploy to help customers navigate and really help frame up that business challenge and that ambition. Uh, but I would say it starts with just having that dialogue with us through your AWS account representative. The other way that I would say is, you know, maybe you want to check things out for yourself and you want to see what's available. Uh, we have lots of resources on our website, aws.amazon.com. Uh, we have lots of these blueprints and kind of guidance and reference architectures and sample code that people can download and, and check out for themselves, organized across many different industries and use cases, and of course, uh, technical use cases as well, that can allow folks to get started. We have lots of people who go there uh, to kind of check things out, play with things, and see how they can meet those, those business challenges. Also, our partner network, we have many thousands of partners who are there who operate in those industries and in those particular domains uh, and likely have a lot of products that they've already brought to market. And we love to highlight our partner solutions. And then the final place that I would call out is AWS Marketplace. AWS Marketplace is a place you can go to uh, directly consume software instantiated in your AWS account that's pre-configured and uh, ready to go. So we have analytics-based solutions and industry-based solutions that can be deployed uh, almost immediately and with very little friction. And we can put links to those resources uh, on the show note too. Can you tell us who is doing this already? Can you share some customer examples of success using solutions? Yeah, of course. One example is our media to cloud solution. So with the proliferation of media assets, whether it's video and audio and images, a lot of organizations find they're sitting on a trove of data. And in many cases, that trove of data is sitting in older technologies like tape-based media archives. The challenge is, of course, how do you leverage these assets? So what the media to cloud solution does is it sets up a serverless end-to-end -end ingestion workflow to move customer video assets and its associated metadata to the cloud. And what that can allow a customer to do is to be able to streamline and automate that entire migration cost 
but more importantly, to be able to use services like uh, machine learning to be able to analyze that data and identify events and breakpoints and other types of data about that particular file that maybe you just didn't have access to before. A good and recent example of that is Formula One. Formula One had a trove of data that they had sitting in a tape-based archive, and they work with us leveraging the Media to Cloud solution. Uh, and it is one of the solutions that you can download from the AWS Solutions Library and stood that up, tailored it, and was then able to use that to be able to process, or I should say store uh, from their archives, their tape-based archives, lots of media that they're now able to use to better analyze uh, some of those assets that they had. Another good example is in manufacturing. We're having lots of conversations with different manufacturers, uh, particularly around improving manufacturing processes, something called overall equipment and effectiveness, uh, basically making machines, factory floor machines, uh, more productive and making sure that they don't go down in unexpected ways, which can be very disruptive and very costly. And some of the solutions that we're able to bring to bear is everything being being able to take data off those machines and store it in the cloud to be able to analyze, uh, to apply machine learning and advanced analytics and visualizations to improve reliability, asset availability, and overall, at the end of the day, provide more value to their customers. As an example, uh, Volkswagen is undergoing a transformation from an automaker perspective. Uh, They want to be a leader in sustainable mobility. And uh, there's a lot of ambitions that Volkswagen has, and it's just one example of a customer that's using that. And the other thing that I'll I'll note is that the vast majority of the solutions that we're bringing to market are partner-based. So in the manufacturing space, I'll highlight one partner, Seek. Uh, Seek is a a vendor who, or independent software vendor, who provides analytics tailored to the manufacturing industry uh, to be able to provide rich insights, to be able to harness all of that data that's coming off the machines, whether it's IoT-based or Internet of Things-based, or uh, being able to tap into other systems like manufacturing execution systems or ERP-based data, and be able to bring that together to highlight new kinds of insights. So those are just a few examples. I have many, many more. I think it's so interesting, the examples you use are across media and manufacturing, these disparate industries, but seeing that transformation so clearly. Yeah, and you know the other interesting thing and the perspective that I benefit from is you see that some of these use cases and these, some of these solutions that appear very tailored to, let's say, manufacturing, can actually be used in other contexts. For example, in, in retail, this direct-to-consumer experience is something that a lot of manufacturers are interested in, You know, kind of moving the business model from not just being business-to-business or B2B, but B2C. We're seeing that happen in the consumer package and goods industry, where you know, if you're, let's say, a candy maker and perhaps you're used to selling only through your, your retail channels, you know, why not sell directly to the consumer? But that model, that channel is is being thought of not in just CPG, but in manufacturing. Uh, what about auto parts? And it's almost like 
every industry has to think of themselves as being a digital business in the way that you think you and I think about digital businesses with companies like Amazon and Netflix and, and Disney. And that pressure, that transformation is actually being applied to a number of industries, whether you're in healthcare and being able to provide likewise consumer experiences uh, in the life sciences, in education, you know, it sort of goes on and on and on. And so it's pretty interesting to see that these business challenges uh, are not confined to just those industries. And in fact, I'm seeing more and more of a hunger from companies to want to understand what other use cases should I be thinking about? Not just the ones in my particular industry, but you know, what are those folks doing that are in retail? Or what are those folks doing that are in healthcare um, or in media and entertainment? Video is now pervasive. And so you know, every company has to think about what is their video strategy and whether it's internal enablement for things like uh, being able to do remote work and remote conferencing to being able to provide content. That is really fascinating. Industry-specific solutions and then those horizontal use cases that are really pushing companies to transform. That is so fascinating. But with all of that happening, how do you know what solutions to focus on? That's a lot going on. <laughs> it is. Well, you know, obviously we have to uh, try to think about what priorities are there for our customers. And so a big part of answering that question is working backwards and sitting down and really listening to our customer needs. And, you know, from my perspective, of course, I have to be frugal with what, what, what we can provide. And in general, so what we're looking for are patterns across the industries or across industries. Uh, so that's, that's just the basic mental model. But I always like to make sure that we are ambitious and thinking big enough about being able to meet kind of all manners of customer challenges and needs. So what's next? What are you excited about for solutions? Yeah, there's a couple different dimensions I could uh, talk about in terms of what's next. I think more use cases, you know, what other areas and business problems can we go help customers with? And not just, you know, in that industry, but maybe in the back office. One of the things I love about working at AWS is the innovation. And so, you know, with each new service or each new change in service that gets released, how do we take those services and be able to apply it in new and creative and impactful ways for our customers. But probably the thing that I think about the most is how do we continue to improve the customer experience and really accelerate that time to value? Joe, I'm excited to see what's next. Thank you so much for being here. Katie, thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> 